Hello and welcome to the Get We Started a Podcast. It's a podcast born phoenix-like from the ashes of last year's podcast. I am your co-host, Jeff. I'm the other guy, Nick. And this is our podcast. We're a couple of friends or another guy or whatever you just said uh, that are half a cut and apart. <laughs> Shut up, Nick. Uh, that are want to come together and talk about some of the things that are fun and interesting to us. Nick, I had one of the worst uh, jabs from my daughter that I've ever received. Uh, so... I, I'm an emotional guy. I'm an emotional dad. And when I see my little daughter singing on the couch before we record this podcast, uh, the theme song to Moana, which, you know what? I, I feel like, uh, I feel like Lim Manuel Miranda has to be like our, uh, our mascot for this podcast at this point. <laughs> we, we've like overindulged in <laughs> content, right? Like, I, I think at some point we have to start paying royalties. I'm not sure what the point oh, no. that we passed that threshold is, <laughs> oh, no. but. But Nick, are you aware that Lin Manuel Miranda, like he composes or writes or whatever the heck, uh, many of the songs in Moana and sings I did, some of yes. them with 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 the rock. Um, anyway, so she's sitting over there on the couch. She can like uh, not super speak like complete sentences or anything. I, I I was sitting down there and she was singing super cute. And I'm like, oh man, I just want to snuggle her up before she goes to bed, and I, I like Alice. Do you want to come snuggle? And she said, No, I'm good. In like the most like mature <laughs> little daughter way ever. I'm just like, oh, I was expecting okay. a physical jab. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, dude, kids, they're no. they're wicked, they're wicked mean, they're wicked, ready to hit you as hard as they can. Oh, they no, are, this but is just emotional. on an emotional level. <laughs> Oh man, it was. It's not really an actual main topic, but I thought it was just funny because, like, like she didn't mean anything bad by it, but she just wanted to sit in her own spot and sing her little Moana songs, and she's (laughs) super adorable, but did not want to snuggle with dad, which is okay. You know what? She's her own independent woman. Yeah, yeah. So my my nephew is like this exact same age, and he, man, I can't remember what it was. I think I was uh, me and uh, Jen were over at my sister my sister's house while she was working, and he gets really excited when my sister lets uh, the dog out of out of her office because like the dog hangs out with her in the office, and uh, she comes out, and so like I think that he was associating us leaving with like her coming out so my nephew literally stood up and started pushing me and jen in the back of the legs and said bye tt which is his word for auntie That's for amazing. jen and he's like bye tt bye tt bye like over and over again pushing us <laughs> like, get rid of us dude oh little Just, kids you're hilarious you're jerks they're, they're yeah. rude they don't care they don't even care but yeah, I mean, she could have said no or anything like that, but just like the like super no, casual yeah. colloquial use of like, no, I'm good. When she can't even say full sentences, but like, like oh my gosh. I like the translation okay, to that because she's like too young to get it. But like, that's very much <laughs> exactly. like, that's like what your wife says when she's like, uh, no, I'm good. Okay, 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 okay. So we're recording this a bit early. Nick, would yep. you like to explain why we're recording a little bit early? Although we've done a pretty poor job uh, actually executing on this. Yeah, I know. We're, we're ha- like half an hour early at this point, but it doesn't matter. Uh, because the freaking NBA Finals are on. And, NBA Finals uh, are on. Starting and we would like both, right now. We would both like to watch them soon. Yeah. Although at this point, definitely going to be fast forwarding through commercials and such. Correct. Um, yeah. So Nick, I thought for an intro topic, aside from talking about how my daughter likes to rip my heart and throw it on the ground, stomp on it with her little three word sentences. Uh, you know, classic. I, I thought Nick, we would talk about a couple NBA things, few of them maybe. Uh, okay. What I have, Nick. Uh, are you familiar with uh, what two truths and a lie is? Uh, it's not yeah. very hard to figure out. 
Yeah. <laughs> what it is. I know it's the truth of the lies. Yeah. If you're not familiar, so I have some NBA facts. Nick, for for the people that don't listen to our Patreon podcast, uh, recently we've been talking a lot about the NBA because the NBA uh, playoffs and now the NBA finals are going on. Yeah. Uh, Nick, Nick cares about the NBA a little bit and seems to, at least I, from I have my a experience, I have uh, a knows a little bit. So I have some pretty obscure facts that I've changed one of them slightly to be not true. Okay. And I want to see if Nick I'm can pick si- out psyched. which which ones are the not true ones. I'm psyched. And, and I I tried not to be too like uh, like because there's some of them where I could just change like a point away or uh, so. Uh, well, I'm going to give a little bit too much if I keep talking about this. Fair. Anyways, Nick, I, I'll tell you what. I'm not going to I'm not going to give any more exposition on this. I'm just going to dive into it. Okay. Um, so I have three here that I want to go through. Uh, the first one is and, and, and these are two nope. truths and a lie, right? Two I'm, truths and, and a lie. I'm fine with a lie. Okay. I want you to tell me which one is the not true obscure NBA fact, okay? Do it. Let's okay. do it. So uh, Eddie Robinson recorded exactly 969 points and 382 rebounds, each with the Hornets and the Bulls, which are the two teams that he played for. Uh, Giannis's okay. first NBA basket was a three-pointer, uh, and LeBron and KD were born in the same hospital. LeBron and KD were born in the same hospital as the, the false one, right? It is. You're right. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> There is like an element of interesting fact uh, there. Do you know there, who it was? It's LeBron and Steph. What? LeBron. How do you how do you know that? <laughs> how do you know? Oh my god! Because it's like the thing. It's like uh, that was while well, when they were playing each other over and over again. It came up a couple of times. Oh so. my gosh! <laughs> Whatever. This is okay. Okay, I did know that Eddie Robinson played for both teams, but I was like, really? He had the exact same. I know, right? I, yeah, I didn't know that. Exactly the same number of points, exactly the same number of rebounds. That's wild. Um, I didn't know that about Giannis, but like, so that stat or that that, that one's hard because I didn't know that, but I think that that's le- or more likely than people would think at first blush because you think like, oh, well, he only just started trying to take threes and he's not very good at threes and stuff. But like, you still might have a desperation end of cl- uh, shot right, clock yeah, shot, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're a guy who's not take, like looking for shots early on in your career. So, yeah. All right. So, you are uh, you're one for one. Oh, uh, man. Are we doing multiple rounds? I love it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're doing more rounds. Okay. Manute Ball uh, blocked just under 10% of all two-point shots attempted while he was on the floor. Okay. Tony Parker has more playoff uh, points than Wilt Chamberlain or Larry Bird or Magic Johnson. Okay. Lance Stevenson has a brother named Lance with a Z, Stevenson. It's a, it's that one. That's the that's the that's the lie. The Lance doesn't have a brother named Lance or anything, does he? Yeah, he definitely does. He does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Lance, Lance Stevenson has a brother named Lance with a Z, Stevenson. L A N T Z Stevenson. Oh man, Lance. All right. Okay, so hold you on. Have that one crossed off. So, uh, bull block just under ten percent of his all two pointers that were attempted that's, while he was on the floor. That's absurd. Or that Tony is, Parker has more point playoff crap, points than Will dude. Chamberlain, Larry Bird, Madge Johnson. Okay, so like I, I think it's the Manuble one. I think it's like five percent. Uh no. In fact, he had it's, 20, it's more than ten percent. He had ten point two percent of all oh, two point shots God, he blocked. So I knew that his block rate was like absurd, but that number is really high. That's a really, really absurd <laughs> yeah, number. It's really That's high. It's wild. absurd. Um, also, the Tony Parker one is like I'm not, I'm not anything, but like I, I feel really bad because I I was getting a fifty fifty on this and I still messed it up somehow. I messed it up twice somehow, <laughs> even with the fifty fifty, because uh, Tony Parker having more points than that, that makes sense because Tony Parker was in so many yeah, damn playoffs. I mean, stupid the, Spurs. Yeah, yeah, and the NBA switched to uh, longer series 
throughout the years, like progressively, progressively. So um, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that yeah. totally makes sense. Yeah, they, they used to they used to do three three game first round series. I don't think that Wilt had three playoff rounds. I think he had, or I think that Wilt had three playoff rounds, not four playoff rounds. It's a whole thing. This one, this is the Jordan one. These are three oh. Jordan facts. Uh, except for it. one of them is a little bit of a lie. <clears throat> In you his... might not know this, but I'm, I'm a little Jordan obsessed. I'm a little Jordan obsessed. Go ahead. <laughs> Me too. It's okay. Um, in his career with the Bulls, Jordan only scored in single digits one time. After okay. Jordan won his first ring, he never lost three straight games in a season. MJ played all but one game during his last three-peat seasons with the with the Bulls. Oh, my God. Okay. Give me these specifically again. So it's, okay, it's, okay, here we go. So as a bull, uh, only one game under only, 10. Only one, yeah, only one game in single digits for the Bulls. Um, oh after his first ring, he never lost three games in a row again. And uh, in his the final three-peat series, or the, the final three-peat season, he played in every single game except for one, including the playoffs. In his final three-peat seasons, all three seasons? Yeah, so he, uh. yeah. Yeah. So Crap. again, one more time here, Nick. While while you I think, think, so I think that one's true. Uh, I I got I've got or I've got okay. all three. Uh, I think that the last one's true. I'm debating between the first two um, because the ten point thing. I thought that he's. I thought that he because uh, he played so limited minutes in his his uh, was it a sophomore season that he came back from the foot injury. Yes. Um, he played such limited minutes in that year that like I would assume that he would would be under even though he's one of those guys that like just is was like a metronome in terms of like just you could rely on him to have x amount of points um crap and then the the other one uh so i i'm pretty sure it is uh that he i think he did lose three straight games after his first ring i think he lost three i think that they lost three straight games in the 98 season when pippen was uh feuding with the front office and sitting that's my that's my final answer. Is the, is the 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 three straight games loss? Or okay. like, I think he did lose three straight games at least at least once after the the, the first ring, but I think it only happened in '98. According to the thing I read, uh, he did never lose three straight games after he won his first Jeez, ring. Jeez, really? And he did only score single digits one time in his career. <laughs> As a bull, Are you uh, and it was Nick. It was uh, when he was recovering from his broken foot. He only played six. <laughs> he only played sixteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, he was playing like insanely limited minutes. That's that's actually hilarious. Okay, hold on, hold on. I have I have to fact check this at least in ninety eight. I have to just check ninety eight. I could have okay. sworn. Okay, because I, you, I thought you... that they had a kind of down season in ninety six or ninety. They all right. So ninety eight, they were fine. Let me check ninety seven because I, I think it was ninety seven. That they know their record was insane in '90s. That's insane, Jeff. That's insane, Jeff. Do you know birds eat freaking rocks? They eat stones. Did you know this? <sighs> no, but I do feel like I see them do that. I don't know. I thought I don't know what I thought exactly, but like okay. they definitely do peck the the rocks. They pick Why? it gravel. It's, yeah, but particularly gravel. Like you, like you get gravel for bird cages and stuff, so that they can freaking have. Okay, pause, st- pause. So we talked about Moana at the start. One of the intro scenes to Moana is this chicken that eats a rock, and then <laughs> this like old sage guy is like, sometimes we just need to eat them or something like that. <laughs> and uh, and, and 
she says that uh, everybody's kind of special in their own way or something to that effect. Um, very special. I, I just I feel like that's an interesting tie-in here. Um, it's good. So Nick, why does okay. the chicken in Moana eat the the rock? So what? I just want to say, and that specifically, like, not not the rock, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, I just, just want to say this is Nick. That yeah, was a good I, pun. That was a really good pun. <laughs> we can just gloss over it. You only get one of those every few weeks. Come I'm on. Sorry, that was that was really good. Although that'd be a really interesting twist if the little chicken just ate the the, the war god or Dwayne the, the Rock Johnson. Is. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's a god in that freaking movie, man. Like he's somehow buffer in, a, in that cartoon than he is in real life which is saying something anyways more importantly okay so one every every bird owner out there will already know this but i love that like evolution is so funny because we were talking about birds like in an earlier episode and like how they can fly uh, some of them can fly while half like, partially yeah, half asleep their, yeah one of their half of their brains is asleep it's crazy yeah and like their sense of direction and location based off of like freaking mag we assume magnetic poles <laughs> the evolution of birds is phenomenally amazingly like interesting in terms of like how impressive it is and also they're so so stupid they're the stupidest <laughs> things that are out, like they're so dumb you're like oh well turkeys they'll just drown if it brains because they'll look up and it's like okay great uh, <laughs> well i told the story about the baby turkeys that we had yeah, with my parents yeah. with baby chickens <laughs> turkeys can't swim until <laughs> they just all okay so poor oh, turkeys poor okay turkeys. birds eat rocks to to chew their food to to break down their food they like have a part of their body that's like it's called the gizzard which everyone's heard of yes. the gizzard that yes. is like dedicated to like having a stone inside of it or several stones inside of it that like while the bird is moving around the gizzard is like there's stuff in the gizzard that like is getting munched up by the frick and worn down by the stones and then when the 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 the, the freaking like acids and the other things that are grinding on the stone have made the stone go like uh lose their sharpness the bird will just vomit out the stones and start looking for another one like this is just what? a normal th- so they <laughs> just like it's like rinse a rock and to like grind up food why oh that is why i okay look like i i i, I completely oh agree by goodness. the way it's, it's so dumb the, the the stones are called uh gastroliths they're like stomach stones and apparently birds aren't the only ones that do this apparently some reptiles and even some mammals do but like for other reasons which i didn't follow up on because i was just like this is dumb this is bad evolution evolution <laughs> let, let birds mean, down that is wild like i'm just trying to think why? about like because like it is, they have so many things that they just throw up. Like they, that's how they feed their young and uh-huh. apparently grind up the stuff. Also, <laughs> how did they not teach us this in school? That's even weirder know. than the throw up thing. Because like you feel like okay, you eat all the food and you digest it or to a point that it can be digested by young, and then you gross it up into your your babies. Duh, that's terrible. Yeah. But like how but they got there teeth. in the first so place. They, but yeah. like, dude, this is what I don't understand. Nothing ever evolved. There was never a mutation that like gave them anything approximating teeth. But they like developed a freaking organ that like, <laughs> where they could hold on to a freaking stone and like just grind it up gradually. It's so weird. Like they, cause that's the purpose. Is it like it's replacing? Te- it's essentially replacing teeth, right? Oh, how man. does how is that the thing that like helps the thing la- survive longer? How is that the 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 mutation that happens as opposed to just 
developing teeth or something. It's like if, like, when you got old as a human, and, like, you know, you, you maybe have a hard time chewing things up or whatever, and so you have to blend some food. But instead of blending food, you freaking went out in your driveway and gathered some gravel ah. and then just slushed it around with the apple or something to make some applesauce. Uh, oh, my gosh. That's so weird. And then they throw like, it up. Oh, and then they throw it up for their young. They're uh, gross. And they're uh, gross. Birds, are, birds is dumb. Birds is birds is real smart, but birds is also dumb. Okay, Nick, we you know how you and me we live in Kansas and California, respectively. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And uh, we we do a podcast together. You know, we have lots of Kansas and California specific things we do. Well, Nick, there's another group of people that do Kansas and California specific things. I guess. If you have to be super accurate, technically it's Missouri uh, and oh. California. But the Chiefs and the 49ers have had an interesting connection at the quarterback position over the years. Uh, okay. Are you aware that this is a thing that has existed? Nope. nope. Okay. Okay. We are. I want to start, though, with something and somebody that you've probably heard of before. Uh-huh. Have you, do you know who Joe Montana is? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. That's a really funny question for you to, for you to ask. Okay, uh, why? Why is that funny, Nicholas? Uh, his his, uh, his son went to, to the high school on the other side of town. He was like on the high school football team that was like our my school's like rival team. Okay, well, that's cooler than yeah. everything I'm going to talk about. Uh, that's no, great. No, it's, it's not. It's not I, I never met the guy. I don't know the guy. I just, uh, I, I was like, I didn't know how to make that funny. I was trying to make it funny. Like, it oh, yeah. And then I was like, wait, I haven't told you that, I guess. I don't know. So, yeah. Well, that's pretty wild. So he might be a Chiefs quarterback at some point, and I'll let you know why. So, oh shoot, yeah. So Wait. this, well, okay, go ahead. Hold on, he might be. A, is he a, currently a player? I highly doubt it, but maybe. But oh. that it's it was mostly a joke that honestly probably only makes sense to me at this point, but it'll make sense to you later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The best, the best kind of jokes that people will not get until five minutes later in the podcast. Perfect. Do you know? Okay, you know what? Apparently, since you know so many uh, Joe Montana things, do you know who Joe Montana's backup was, who took over for the 49ers in nineteen ninety three or whatever. Uh, it's Steve Young. I feel bad for you. Wait, I don't want to leave you. Wait, wait. You said that so fast, but I do, I know who Steve Young is. Steve Young was okay. the other guy that was uh, that had the really great connection with uh, with Jerry Rice, and they won yeah, several. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We oh, trade. Hey. Oh, go ahead. Can, let me, let me real did quick. Steve, okay, did, did, did Steve Young kid play no, quarterback no, 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 for no, no. the no, rival no. team in I, your high school? I, also, I mixed, I mixed this up. Um, he didn't play for the 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 other school in town. He played for like the the school that like all the really good athletes in the area went to, and the really good high school that was nearby that also played our team a bunch. But like, because they were like freaking a five minute drive or a ten minute drive instead of like a two minute drive kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, I mixed it up. I googled that. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, isn't it? Like, isn't his son something?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm not." He, he wasn't that. I, I probably didn't see him play that many times. Is my point. There you go. Okay. Well, I don't even know that you said that you even saw him play. So that's like he super played our, relevant. He played our high school fo- like football team. He's he's literally my age. He's like yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, anyways, Nick, this is not about Steve Young or Joe Montana. This is about Steve Bono. Do you know who Steve Bono is? If you yeah. say yes, I will say that Wait. you're a liar. Well, I know who Bono is. Is Bono? Yeah. I don't know Bono's nope. first name. I don't care about Bono. What's Bono? The the one that you know probably, at least to my knowledge, did not play for the San Francisco 49ers at any point. Okay, yeah. okay, I, be- you, I you believe can, that. I'm willing you to can believe me. I'm willing <laughs> but, to believe you on this subject. You're the football expert. <laughs> if you tell me. 
That bottle, the, the Irish okay. guy, the <laughs> Irish musician. So, we are so distracted. Okay, we, we, need to, we need to stick to the plot here. So, Go ahead. Uh, Steve Bono, that is who this topic is about. Steve Bono was the backup to Steve Young, who was the backup to Joe Montana in 1992 for the San Francisco 49ers. We traded for, we being uh, the Chiefs, uh, who I said was the Kansas team, but yes, technically they are a few miles into Missouri, but I think that's bullcrap. Uh, anyways, we... <laughs> We traded for Joe Montana in 1993. Shortly thereafter, we also signed uh, or traded for, I can't remember which, what's-his-face, the guy we're talking about, Steve Bono, um, who was previously, for a very brief moment, the backup to Steve Young. Okay. Then the 49ers, they needed a new backup quarterback, and they uh, they signed Elvis Gerbach. Nick, we've had Elvis Gerbach on this podcast. Uh, was he one of the um, one before, of the most attractive, most attractive? Yes, nineteen ninety eight's people's <laughs> sexiest person or sexiest ass athlete. Um, Google the podcast by that name if you want to go listen to that. It is a hilarious story. I felt really bad after the fact that like we had like not ripped on like, that. I had joked around about like ripping on this guy, this poor guy who's probably actually like he's a professional athlete. He's probably a, a, was a very attractive guy, and I just like get, like joked around at his expense. <laughs> <laughs> not that he would ever listen to this or anything like that. It just I felt bad about it. Like oh man, I was mean about somebody on the internet. I was mean. So, How dare you? I know no, it is a hilarious story though, and I love it very much. And definitely go check out that episode. Um, anyway, so we, at this point, we've got uh, Joe Montana. We have uh, Steve Bono, who used to be uh, Joe Montana's third-string quarterback. Later on, we would go to uh, to snag Elvis Gerbach from the 49ers as well. Uh, we ended up also signing a guy or uh, training for a guy named Steve uh, Deberg, Deberg or whatever. I don't know who he is, but he's also a quarterback from the 49ers who won us a few games. And also the quarterback before uh, Pat Mahomes was Alex Smith, who was, again, a quarterback from the 49ers. Yeah. So a little bit wild, um, starting from that Joe Montana season back in 1993 or something like that, uh, there was a 30-year window where we had those five different 49ers quarterbacks that I listed. No, so it was, it, was that all you had? Was that like basically? No, 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 no. I was no, going to say. We no. Had lot, no, we had lots of different quarterbacks. I was going to say. But there were a lot of mainstays from the, the 49ers franchise during that time. Uh, and uh, – during that time, we definitely drafted some quarterbacks. We've had other quarterbacks on the team from other teams, etc. Uh, we won 149 games during that 30-year stretch from ex-49ers quarterbacks. Would you, Nicholas, just give me the pleasure of guessing how many games that we won with quarterbacks we drafted to compare to that 149 that we got from 49ers quarterbacks? I'm going to guess like three. Zero. Guess like- Zero, <laughs> Nick. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> the best chance we had was good old Brody Croyle, who nobody outside the Kansas City Chiefs fandom will even know who that is. He did start ten I, games for I know us, Brody and literally, Croyle, literally Brody went, Croyle's my guy. <laughs> he literally went zero for ten in the games Ouch. that he started. That's rough. That's. <laughs> I want to talk to you though. Through all of that, all that crazy. 49er-led Chiefs teams that we had. I want to talk about Steve Bono. Okay. So Steve Bono was a third-string quarterback for Montana. He ended up coming to us as a second-string quarterback uh, that we stole over there from 49ers, and then uh, Montana retired. 
And so Mr. Bono got to play in some games for us as a starting quarterback. Yeah. Uh, in the first nine years of his career, he never topped 50 rushing yards in, in a season at all. In a season? Uh, I, in you a said season. in a game, and I was like, I mean, that seems no. like a pretty rough game. Oh, oh, yep, oh. no. It never topped 50 yards in a season. So you're talking like three yards per game as a quarterback. Uh, one of the least mobile quarterbacks of all ouch. time. That's a big ouch. That's a, a big that's ouch. So a... One of the least athletic quarterbacks of all time. Uh, so uh, yeah, not uh, not one to uh, necessarily be considered a rushing threat. Uh, I want I want to read to you his first ten rushes that he played as a starting quarterback for the Chiefs after Montana retired. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. His first rush was negative one yards. Second rush was negative one yards. <laughs> Second rush was two yards, a quarterback sneak. Good job. Woo! The, honestly, so we're, most we're of at, these are quarterback sneaks unless I tell you otherwise. But we're, uh, at, net, we're next, at net equal. We're at net <laughs> yeah, we're back at zero. Next rush was negative one yards. Next rush was zero yards. Next rush was uh, six yards. Like oh, a yeah, real yeah, outlier right. here. Yeah. Um, it was on a third down. Uh, he ended up rushing outside the pocket. It was a failed, failed third down conversion, so it didn't Ugh. actually matter. Had to punt anyways. Next rush was negative one yards. Next rush was three yards. Again, a rollout that was a in uh, uh, unsuccessful conversion on third down. Oof. The next rush, uh, next rush number nine was zero yards, and then his tenth rush. In October 1st, 1995, at 1.30 p.m., was 76 yards. What? <laughs> this was an outlier. He's like, I haven't done this since high school. This is sick. To, to, <laughs> I'm not even sure in high school. <laughs> this was an outlier that would be unequaled basically, honestly, basically forever considering all the factors. It's very interesting, the 76-yard run, and that's what I want to talk about. Okay. This is a thing that uh, I actually have had in my backlog of topics to talk about uh, since I did the Elvis Gerbach episode. So this is like 20 or so weeks old. Of yeah, things for real. I've, I've, I went back in, back in the backlogs of things I wanted to talk about. So um, he, here's some things. Uh, at that time, only one other quarterback had ever scored from 50 yards out in the entirety oh. of the NFL history Oh. Back then in 1995. From 50 yards out. Again, this is That's 76 wild. yards. And that one was, uh, I think it was like 66 yards. So it was 10 yards longer than any NFL quarterback. This is for touch, like a run for a touchdown in NFL history. It actually tied the record, That's but nuts. the other one was not a touchdown. Um, but Nick, we're talking about, like, if you look at the list of names of people that had the longest quarterback runs, you're looking at the who's who of mobile quarterbacks compared to this one guy who set the record for the longest quarter, longest touchdown by a quarterback by the person who was like one of the worst quarterbacks <laughs> In a rushing perspective, from a rushing perspective of all time, Nick, just here, total outlier. Just, just listen. Let listen to this. So, the longest run as a percent of your career rushing yards for all quarterbacks of all time, all of them, every single one of them, is about f like any like their longest rush accounted for about five percent of their career rushing yards. For him, it's going to be like 50 or 80 or something. No, it's, it's not that. It's not that good. But, oh, man. Uh, 
That could have been really good, Jeff. Well, he, I mean, like legitimately, he's basically at 30%. Like that one rush was 30% of his 15 career seasons that he played in the NFL. One play was 30% of all of his rushing yards. 15 is a lot of seasons. The the guy so there, there was only one person who was more than fifteen percent. Who and he oh, played. It doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't matter. He played in nineteen forty, <laughs> more than fifty years before this happened. And honestly, at nineteen forty, who cares about the stats? Like that was the oh only person God. who was even half as close to a single rush being That's as wild. significant to his career rushing yards. That's so he, dumb. He had seven rushing touchdowns in his entire career. The other six were 12 yards combined. <laughs> they were basically all quarterback sneaks over the goal line. And yet, Nick, this dude, he had the longest run of all players in the 1992 season. Dude, like, good for him. What a killer. Well, okay, okay. So there's probably a takeaway that I have here in this. And that one, okay. N- or N- NBA, NFL athletes are probably more athletic than we give them credit for. You think of like the least athletic, the least mobile yes. guy. He's probably still fit as hell and still like faster than the, the most of the I, average okay, people. Okay, I'm, right? I'm going to show you this video. Yeah. The, yeah. the like 290 pound offensive lineman in full pads over here, probably honestly more than that, probably like 340 or something like that. Easily outruns this guy on his trip to the end zone. Um, (laughs) So, so yes, I will. (laughs) We'll talk about exactly how this happened. But yes, go continue your point. Yes, I do. Just that he's still fit, right? Like he's still fit. And then, then secondly, like, but that's that's like why it probably works, is right? Is because like he's such a non-threat that like you don't scheme for it, right? Like the defense, the defense doesn't scheme for it. Right? Am I crazy? It's not. I mean, it's not a thing you would scheme for. One, because he is such a non-threat. But two, here we go. We're going to dive back okay. into this. Okay. So there's there's two factors as to the, why this happened. This very well may never – like somebody like this scoring this long of a touchdown, they may very well never happen again ever. It is such an interesting uh, connection of all these different variables. That is, is It's pretty outstanding what, what happened here. So – First off, I want to talk about um, uh, Buddy Ryan. He was the coach of the uh, Cardinals back when this happened. Okay. And there's lots of interesting things. Judging on time, I'm probably just going to say this. Buddy Ryan ran an extremely, extremely aggressive defensive scheme when he played. He was more than happy if he thought that he was right to completely sell out on what was happening. And that was kind of his mentality. Um, so a very, very aggressive defensive scheme. Okay. Nick, in addition to uh, stealing all of the uh, quarterback talent from – like the leftover quarterback talent from the 49ers, we had also snagged future Hall of Famer Marcus Allen from the Raiders uh, for our running back. Marcus Allen was like – I remember when I was a young kid – uh, seeing Marcus Allen, he was the guy, like he was a short yardage, amazing savant. Like he's just so, so good. And like, I remember all these times of him jumping over the goal line, uh, over everybody. Just, it was super, super good at uh, short yard situations. Right. At the, at the time that this had happened. Okay. I guess uh, let me, let me even bring this a little bit more home. So 
in the modern NFL, it is extremely rare that you have a formation with uh, no wide receivers. You almost always have that threat just to keep people home. Okay. We were in a we were in a three back set. One of the one of our uh, running backs was in motion, which he so he was not going like the situation basically was he was not going to be eligible to receive the handoff. Okay. The other person who would have been eligible to receive the handoff uh, was who ended up he, he's our fullback Tony Richardson, who ended up being one of the best uh, run blocking fullbacks of all time. Actually, you know what? Let me let me explain Marcus Allen first. So at the time that uh, Marcus Allen was at this play, he had had 2,531 carries and yeah. was a short yardage specialist. We're third and one, uh, middle of the game, on our side of the field. Like, everybody thinks he's going to get the ball. Tony Richardson, uh, great fullback, but definitely a blocking specialist. At the point of uh, this play, he had gotten one rushing yard or one rushing carry his entire career to this point. <laughs> so probably going to like if you're ever going to if you're going to be an aggressive defensive minded coach, the guy with 2,531 carries is probably going to get the ball more often than the guy who's gotten one carry his entire his career. Entire, yeah. And the other guy who's ineligible to get the ball in the first place. So uh, the entire defense sells on this this fake. What it was, though, was Bono faking the handoff to Marcus Allen on a naked bootleg with his, I think it was the, the, the tackle, maybe right tackle or something like that. Um, and literally, Nick, there was not a human being in sight on this entire play. And it was like, <laughs> they were so bought in. Like, cause like, again, a super like, aggressive coach, super, sure? su- like one of the best short yardage running backs of all time. One of the, if not the worst rushing quarterback of all time, the combination of things. And, Nick, I'm gonna uh, while I'm pulling this. Any any thoughts uh, as to what you expect this to look like or anything um, at all? I expect it to be like he like almost like like a handoff fake or something where he's gonna like or not not even necessarily that, but just just I don't know. I, I'm assuming every like it's gonna be the Red Sea parting. You know what I mean? Just... Okay, uh, you, and obviously this is a podcast, so not a super great thing to have a uh no, you know fine. the it's visual fine. element but I, f- I feel like nick can give us a a good play-by-play ignore the, okay. exact, the very first part of this but and and the, it's, you'll it's a it's a head off fake <laughs> it's a bit, and like <laughs> there's nobody on the side of the and, and his tackle's like <laughs> waving him on like come on let's go chiefs go to the run it's a reverse by dave Cre- by steve bono who's running away from the entire field nobody saw this is unbelievable <laughs> A most remarkable development as Steve Bono play fake. The entire Cardinal team bought it. Everybody in the stadium did, including the announcers. And off to the races for a touchdown was Steve Bono. This is fantastic. Nobody's even on his side of the field. No one else is on camera. Um, there's actually maybe even a better angle, just how ridiculous. But I mean, you get the idea. Maybe I'll show I, that. I see it on the replay that, like, literally by the time he's <laughs> over there, it's just like nobody's even. Yeah, this is too good. That is too good. There, uh, there was a guy. Uh, so the uh, one of the guys who I watched this video from, who actually provided a lot of these facts, um, he did an analysis of the uh, all of the videos of long runs for like the last like fifty years, and the 
the what what his metric was was how long of a run was it from the time that you saw the last defender in the frame like <laughs> and this is such an outlier like there are so many long runs in NFL history this is like 30% more or something ridiculous like that That's of ridiculous. like literally from there like from the original camera angle He's like seven yards deep, and like you could already tell, like this is one hundred percent a yeah. touchdown. Yeah. And by the time he breaks the line of scrimmage, you don't see another defender. The only person that you see is Marcus Allen, the running back that faked it, like dive into the frame, like just in hilarious disbelief at what's happening. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, I saw. <laughs> yeah, there's just nobody else in like. the The whole thing is absolutely ridiculous, but no, it is a big is, win in my opinion. <laughs> That's Anyways, really good. Just my my fun story of Steve Bono and just all the craziness that we have with the connections to 49ers quarterbacks as a Chiefs fan. I enjoyed a lot. Uh, but this this one to me is a particularly ridiculous thing that happened and a huge weird outlier in NFL history. And I thought it was really fun. No, it is. It is. Oh, hey, Jeff, man. Jeff, yes, before sir. we wrap it up, I want to let you know that I'm glad that we that you we had enough time. Uh, we did enough time that we don't have this uh, this other topic because, and I, I don't know if this is like something that I, that we you'll keep in or anything, but I just wanted to tell you it. Um, I as I started reading this topic, I was like, oh, I can make a topic out of it, and then as I started reading more, I was like, I might be able to do a big long topic on this. So you may have a really really long. Really, really in-depth Nick topic for next week because I am really excited. Oh to my gosh, Nick, we, we skipped no. your second topic. Yeah. yeah. Oh my I, gosh, I'm good. so sorry. Good. No, so it's sorry. a good. It's a win. I didn't mean it. Like I, I thought that you skipped it deliberately for time. I'm sorry. I didn't. I wasn't calling you out. Oh my gosh. I am no. so psyched. No, I'm so glad you. We'll, I haven't we'll make had, the show notes. We gotta put that in there. I haven't had like a good like researchy style topic that I've been excited about until like I realized it literally as we were uh, as we were. Uh, getting ready today, I was like, "Oh, I could, I could do like a really long time." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do a really long, annoying one. So, yeah, I hope, we, I hope you're excited. I hope everybody's excited. <laughs> we did miss watching 30 minutes of the Bucks game <laughs> to have you research a topic. That we yeah, didn't yeah. Use that. yeah. That's we didn't fine. Use. Don't worry about it. Fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. All right, Nick. Uh, we should probably call it a day. Speaking of the Bucks game, uh, we're going to uh, go record our Patreon only podcast. A year we start another podcast where we talk about whatever's on our minds, which is recently NBA related. Although I'll say, Nick, unless uh, unless the Bucks Suns series goes to seven games, I mean, this is it's, this it's is going to be the last the end, one yeah. until it's over. I mean, yeah, because yeah, uh, the game six is on Tuesday, which we record on Wednesdays, so. Uh, unless it goes to seven, this will be the last one where we don't know what happens. Um, but yeah, so check that out. Uh, Ty, uh, whoop, nope, uh, Patreon.com forward slash Tywasap. Uh, again, thank you to all of our Patreons for supporting our show. Yeah, You can also follow us on Tywasap or at Tywasap on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh, you can find all of that at Tywasap.com. All right, Nick, thank you for potting with me. You're welcome. This has been the year we started the podcast. Thank you for listening.